Welcome to the Wisdom for Life podcast with David Baker. David was a former paratrooper in the 82nd Airborne Division and for over 30 years has been a preacher. He has written five books and is an Amazon number one best-selling author. He is the chaplain at the county jail, pastors a church, and is the father of 11 children. Yes, 11. This podcast is here to give you wisdom for your family, your marriage, your children, your finances, your health, and your life. And now, the host of Wisdom of Life podcast, David Baker. David Baker, welcome to the Wisdom for Life podcast, and uh, glad you're here. Uh, I'm the pastor of the Family Baptist Church in Columbia, Tennessee, and also vice president of Independent Baptist Online College. My wife and I have 11 children, uh, 11 grandchildren so far. Um, only five of them are married, so when they all get married, we should have a bunch. And a lot of experience in helping parents with their children. So you saw the topic. What I did was uh, looked up and researched what are the top 20 problems that people have with their grade school kids. I have a list of those. I thought I'd take a few weeks and go through those and try to give some wisdom, try to give some advice for that. Then after that, I have the same thing for teenagers, okay? The top 20 problems that teenagers struggle with for parents and give you some wisdom and advice for that. And then I have uh, the top 20 that we struggle with with our adult children, with our adult children. You mean after they're 18 and out of the house, we're still going to have problems? That's when the big problems start, okay? So, um, so I want to give you that. And as you know, I keep these short. It's probably around 10 minutes or so. So we'll get through a few things and uh, then try to repeat some things and give you uh, all of them. So uh, give you some wisdom for your kids. By the way, if you have a uh, question that you would like to ask, feel free. You can email me, askpastorbaker at gmail.com, askpastorbaker at gmail.com. And so we can include those in if you have your own specific set of problems. We'll try to help those too. Okay. So uh, let me um, go through what they are. All right. Just to list them first, and then uh, we'll start uh, dealing with those. So the, this is what they say the 20 biggest problems of grade school age children are. Academic struggles, bullying, peer relationships, homework battles, screen time management, behavioral issues, uh, organization and time management, healthy eating habits, sleep issues, emotional regulation, uh, independence, respons- independence and responsibility, sibling conflicts, parent-teacher communication, extracur- extracurricular activities, uh, school anxiety, stranger danger and safety, peer pressure, respect and manners, uh, special needs or learning disabilities, and communicating with children. Okay? That's a lot of stuff there. A lot of stuff there. So give us some things to be able to discuss and talk about that I believe will be healthy, uh, helpful and healthy for you. I wanted to give you those up front so you can see what they are. Okay? Um, and so some of these will be different. Uh, like I said, we have 11 children, so we've reared a lot. And uh, we have two left at home um, that are of age. One's 15, the other is 16, a boy and a girl. And uh, all the children are doing well with school and life and grades and finances and job and business and families. And uh, our kids are not perfect. They do take after my wife in some things. Uh, <laughs> that's a joke. Okay. Um, my wife is a great wife and mom to them and great influence for them. Our kids are not perfect, but they're doing well today. Uh, tomorrow they may blow it. So uh, we're not the example. God is and the Bible is. But we've been through that. Also counseling hundreds of uh, other people's children through the years, giving help and advice and guidance for that and um, have a master's degree in education 
I uh, started and ran a Christian school and grew up in public school and helped a lot of parents with public school kids also. So um, a lot of different backgrounds hope to be some help. All right. Academic struggles, academic struggles, concerned about academic performance, homework, and learning disabilities. And some of these may overlap um, with one age children and another, uh, but I'm going to focus this on, on for, for younger children. So um, children enjoy fun, okay? Children are geared. They're children. When I was a child, I spake as a child, understood as a child. Children enjoy fun. Their best teachers and their best subjects are the ones that are made fun. Some teachers do a great job in helping them to uh, have fun with that. Others don't. So when you're trying to help them with that, help them to see it's fun. Do not ever give punishment. Okay, you did bad. You've got to go do extra work. Don't think it of as punishment. Um, make it fun for them. Show them ways. By the way, when they're good at it and it's fun, they enjoy it, you don't have any problems academically. Okay, you won't have any problems. So that's what you want to be able to help and get to if they're struggling in something. Um, and another big thing is the reason why. Why are they doing this? Why is it a big deal? Why is it important to them? And so you want to be able to relate it to them where they are. So many of these things are going to come down to relationships with parents and children, and it takes a lot to raise uh, children. It really does. So if you can help them to see a why, why do they need this? How many times have you heard someone with algebra and go, why am I going to ever need this? Why am I going to use this? If they don't think they're ever going to need it or use it, there's no purpose for it, then they won't apply themselves. If they know or could be explained to them how big this is and how helpful this is, then they're going to. And again, algebra is more teenagers, but same philosophy. I taught algebra in our Christian school and I enjoyed it. I was good at it and I enjoyed it and I made it fun for them and they learned. Um, and so you want to make it easy. You want to make it simple. You want to break it down. You want them to be good at it. You want them to figure it out, whatever you're doing. And when they do, it's fun and praise them. The Bible says as a finding pot for silver and a furnace for earth, so is a man to his praise. Like a, fi a firing uh, pot and a furnace, remove the purities from the gold and silver ore, so does praise do that for a man. So in those academic struggles, you want to praise them when they do something good. Praise them when they get it. You're stupid. You're horrible at math. You'll never learn this. All right, you just prophesied to them. It's going to be very hard for them to learn that. Hey, son, you're smart. Hey, son, you can get this. Hey, son, you can learn this. Let me show you. And you help them to figure it out, okay? And when it's fun for them and they're good at it, your academic struggles are over because people apply themselves with things in which they are good. Um, they want, they love the praise. They want to get more attention. We're made that way. And the Bible says that it will refine them. It will purify them. So take any struggles academically that they have. Find a way to make it fun. Praise them in it. Now, the great thing with online, there is so much extra help out there. Um, and where the videos and there's uh, tutoring and help and extra things they can do. And if it's fun for them, they'll enjoy it and they'll learn it and they'll be good at it and get praise for it. Um, just another point about this is, especially with homework, um, you want to make sure, and homework battles is another one down on here, but it's also listed in academic struggles. Help them when they come home, connect, find out about their day, um, make it big, and then let's have a snack and let's do something fun, quick, and then, hey, let's get your homework done so we can relax the rest of the night. 
Okay. Now, when you've been working hard all day at school um, and you don't want to do it right away and understand that. So have a snack, catch up. Let's go do something fun and then let's knock it out so we don't have to worry about it tonight. Um, in life, the reward comes when you do the responsible thing. Now you get to have the fun and the blessing for it. Okay. So that really is a big deal and help them with it. Uh, by the way, we had a Christian school for our kids and it was good. And our church, we decided that for our kids, it would be best to homeschool. I think for many uh, families, it is that way. Uh, but it's the same thing to them. Make it fun praise them, help them to be good at it, and they'll do well with it, okay? So um, that's that. This one, I next one I will not finish for time, um, but bullying. I'm going to start on it, and it's really a big deal. It really is a big issue with bullying. And when you look up um, the bullying programs out there, they will even tell you they do not work. They do not work because all of them include telling an authority when you're being bullied and you tell an authority, now you're dead meat. Now it's really going to be bad and have a program that I want to put into schools called the Protectors Club to be able to help with that. But that's not uh, on the lesson for today, but being able to understand what you can do and how you can help uh, your children with the bullying. So it's going to start off with making sure that you have an open communication and trust with your children um, and to pray and ask God to give you wisdom and insight. I constantly, constantly uh, go to God and say, God, please, <laughs> it's not fair. God, you see everything that I do wrong so you can discipline and help me. I don't see what my kids do wrong. Lord, you have to let me find out. It's not fair for me to teach and train and discipline my children if I don't know what's going on. God, you know what I'm doing to discipline and help me. I need to know what my kids are doing. And so the best way is to have a great relationship with them that they come home and, hey, how was the day? Mom is bad. Joey's bullying me. Here's what happened. He wants to fight. And, and, um, and there's a trust there. Okay. Most of the time it's not because they don't trust us because what we're going to do, where Johnny, I'm going to go over there. I'm going to, Oh, no. I'm going to tell the teacher, no, mom, don't, you're going to make it worse. If they don't trust us, they're not going to tell us those problems. That open communication is not there. We're not going to know until it's way too late what's going on. You want to build the open communication and trust with your child so they'll talk to you about everything. That trust takes a while to be built. They have to see and know that the way you handle things are going to be good. Um, my kids, we've built that where tell dad, he'll know what to do. <laughs> Father Knows Best, that old show, okay? You want to build that with the kids where they're going to be able to trust you that you know what to do and how to handle that situation. Go talk to dad. He'll figure it out. Go talk to dad. He'll help you with that. That is gigantic. How does that come? Where does that come from? From wisdom. The whole purpose of this podcast, wisdom for life. Wisdom, knowing what to do and having the power to do it. So to build the openness and trust and communication, to be able to know your children well enough, you can look at them and know there's something wrong. What's wrong? Nothing. Okay. Hey, come on. Let's sit down. Uh, hey, you want a cupcake? You want a donut? You want a peanut butter jelly sandwich? Uh, what do you want? Relax. Have fun. Um, and then say, hey, Johnny, I know you're struggling with something. And I understand it's something of a sensitive issue. And you'd rather not tell me because you're afraid that I'm probably not going to handle this right. And you are afraid about that. And you don't want me to mess something up, probably for a problem that you're going through. Son, I need to know what's going on so I can help you. But we together are going to come up with a solution for this. I'm not just going to go do something that's going to create a bigger problem and an issue for you. John, do you understand that? 
All right, Johnny, what's going on? They will tell you what's going on when they trust you. And many times you can't just push it out of them or they won't say anything or they'll make up something. It has to be a trust, a build down, spend time with them, um, with girls and uh, my girls. Hey, what's wrong? Nothing. And I could keep asking and they're not going to tell me. But after a date and sharing a milkshake and going shopping or doing something there, then they want to talk and they want to open up and they want to share. Now I can help them. If I know what the problem is, I can fix it. Um, I know God. I know the Bible. I have some wisdom. If I know what the problem is, there's a good chance I'm going to be able to fix it. But I can't fix it if I don't know. Okay? I can't fix it if I don't know. So that communication with children is such a big deal to build that, to build that foundation, to have that communication where they can talk to you about what's going on in their life. If you don't have that, you need to build that. In my child rearing course, the first thing is the, the, the heart of a child. You have to get their heart. Solomon said, son, give me thine heart. Give me thine heart. Uh, we've got to have the heart of our children. This open communication and trust is a gigantic deal. If you want to look at that, you can go to thegoodkidquiz.com, thegoodkidquiz.com, and it will lead you to uh, the program and ask you some questions first and teach you about it if you need something like that. But the number one thing in bullying is to start with an open communication. You can't fix it if you don't know it, and if they won't tell you and they say it's fine and they put on a show and they're getting bullied or beat up, so many times parents don't know until it's too late. And here's a kid that literally took their life because they were being bullied so much. And the parents, I didn't know. I didn't know. You've got to know. You've got to know your child well enough. The Bible says if you know the Bible, you can know the Bible says the thoughts and intent of the heart. The thoughts and intent of the heart. You need to get close to God. Ask God to show you when things are wrong. Be able to pull it out. The Bible says counsel in the heart of a man is a deep well and a man of understanding will draw it out. Where you can draw out what the problems are, then you can fix it. Do not go off in something that's going to make it worse on them or they will not tell you again. Okay. Now I've got a whole bunch of other points on bullying and I told you I don't want to make this long. I can make probably a whole series just about bullying, but I want to go through some more things. We'll try to do them quicker, but that's number one. You can't fix it if you don't know. You got to build that open trust and communication so they can tell you what's going on so you can fix it, all right? And believe me, you want to fix a bullying, bullying for a kid will mess them up so much in life and academics and self-worth and purpose and drive and all that stuff. So we want to make sure it's a big issue and we'll talk more about it next time, okay? So um, that's what we got. We're going to deal with 20 issues with children, 20 issues with teenagers, and then 20 with adults. And again, a lot of them will cross over each other and I won't spend a lot of time if I already talked about it, but that's what we'll be doing doing in the podcast for the next few weeks, okay? Hey, God bless you. Take care, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Wisdom for Life podcast. If you have any questions for us, email us at askpastorbaker at gmail.com, and we will answer them in an upcoming podcast. The email is askpastorbaker at gmail.com. 